I'm Ariel Azor, host of Right This Way, and this week we're back after a couple weeks off just to enjoy our holidays and spend time with our families, focus on things other than our cell phones, and pretty much what we're going to talk about today is doing that. Uh, as we go into this new year and, you know, basically all of 2020, we have spent in our homes, we've spent by ourselves a lot of people or just, you know, with whoever you live with, roommates, whatever it is. And I think we spent so much time on television, on social media, just in front of screens. I mean, even children. Honestly, I think it's sick that we have children spending seven hours a day, five days a week in front of a screen watching school, watching class with their classmates over a screen instead of going to school, instead of getting that actual life experience that every other kid has gotten. You know, again, which is what we do with the virus all the time is don't think about the consequences that all of these things we've been doing to prevent people getting sick. Don't think about those consequences in the future. Don't think about what that's going to do to this generation of children who doesn't go to school. Now, I understand they're getting education, but it's not the same quality of education. Many kids have a really, really hard time focusing. We have so many kids on like ADHD medication and all these things these days in school. How do you think these children are faring when they just have a screen to look at and they can do anything they want in their room, play with their doll or whatever? And I mean, I know the teachers technically can see them, most of them and stuff. I don't know. I don't have a kid. I don't know exactly how it works. But from what I've heard, I understand, you know, it's it's not exactly like play computer games all day while your teacher is teaching. But still, the distractions, you're not actually in class. You're not actually engaging with other students the way that you normally could. There's a delay in the like FaceTime call speaking. Just, I mean, just a bit. It's not FaceTime, so I guess it's a bit better. But still, we're in front of screens. We're in front of television. And every single thing we have feeding into our minds is controlled by the people who create that television, that movie, who run social media. And I'm so, so tired of being lied to. I'm so tired of seeing people reposting stuff on their stories because they think they're this really woke college student when, reality they, when in reality they know nothing, nothing about what they're talking about and they just think being a social justice warrior is woke. So yeah, I'm gonna repost this on my story because I'm, I'm woke like you, because I'm, I'm a cool person. Not only to get offended on behalf of people, because uh, I think that's a liberal thing. I don't like to be offended very much in general. But when news networks and media stations and anybody who is providing us information about things we need to know about, like election process and things about what went down on Capitol Hill, by the way, shouldn't have to say this. I don't think any violence is okay. I said that with the riots. You can go watch my episode. I even said there, I think more of it has to do with Antifa than Black Lives Matter or people who are in support of the movement in general. I think more of it has to do with Antifa's planning and them being there at the right time and the right place to incite violence among people who are very upset, who are a big crowd of people. You're supposedly there to peacefully protest. Do it peacefully. I don't think I have to say that, but what I keep seeing again on social media and all these people I used to go to school with posting things about how, you know, the if about how if this was Black Lives Matter doing this, they would be all shot and killed and police are so racist. And they've turned this into a race thing and they can't even be honest about the events that are going down. And that's so frustrating and it's so upsetting when I think people are already frustrated and upset. I mean, I didn't think anything was changing yesterday, but I wish that the politicians that we've supported and given our money and our votes to, I wish that they would have, I wish that they would have stood up for what we believe in. 
We believe in a fair, honest election as the Constitution allows. I don't believe that's what happened. And I don't believe that even if they could bring up enough proof, we could change the election in Donald Trump's favor. I never thought that was happening. Of course, there's that little hope, you know, I mean, I voted for him. Of course, I would like him to win, but he didn't. He didn't win. Whether it was fair or not, he didn't win. It's over. But the thing that's not over is our elections. There's another election in four more years. And if that election is as dishonest and confusing and purposefully manipulated as this one was, we're going to have a serious problem in this country. You're going to have a lot more than people storming the Capitol. I'm disappointed in these fake politicians who don't care about people. If you cared about us, if you cared about what we voted for you to do, you would have done it. You would have protected our rights. You would have said, hey, I don't think this is right. You would have objected because objecting again, I understand it doesn't change the results. I don't think most people thought it would. It's about saying, hey, we need to be cautious. When we are, when we are having an election, we cannot just trust that most people are good and honest. If anything suspicious happened, which it did, we've talked about it more than once, there's been so much evidence brought to light. And of course the media, again, they don't want you to see it. They don't want this in front of you. So it's not unless you go and search for it. But there's so much evidence that, is brought to the that has been brought to the table. Why can't we see it? Why can't we talk about it? Because these politicians don't care. Now, again, with the news, the media, I'm seeing these posts and you know people saying, like I said, that this never would have happened if it was Black Lives Matter. They would have like shot the people. They would have opened fire, like all this crazy stuff. And they're making it into a race thing. It was never about race. It's not about race. Stop with that. Seriously, stop. If you have to constantly, constantly make everything about race, you're probably racist. You're thinking about race a little too much, okay? Not everything is about race. Stop trying to pretend it is. Somebody I follow posted this on their story. It's from CNN. It says, uh, I'll put it up on the screen, but if you're listening, it says, this is the first time, first time is in all red, uh, the US Capitol has been breached since the British attacked in 1814. Okay, CNN. We get our news from CNN, right? Because it's really good. Wherever you get your news, honestly, really. Listen to this, right? Okay. And people are reposting this on their story. CNN, you know, they, they make a post, Instagram. It's very easy to repost things. <laughs> Here's what's interesting. Anything I see from a Republican account or from somebody who's conservative, like even high, people from high school that I follow that are conservative and post anything remotely conservative on their stories, it has that little like election information thing at the bottom still. And it says like, Joe Biden was confirmed in case we didn't know, um, and like all this stuff. And I, it's, and I think some people really honestly don't get any news from anything except Instagram and things like that. They're like, oh, Joe Biden was confirmed. Like they didn't even know that. Um, but you know, that's what the CNN post says. And then of course, you know, the post I saw from a conservative person says, from the pages of the B 1967, I guess that's just a, uh, uh, news outlet from 1967, and this was published in 1967, armed Black Panthers invade Capitol. Hmm. It's interesting. A news article from 1967, but CNN says it hasn't happened since 1814. 1814, 200 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. No, this happened in the 60s, late 60s. 
Okay. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is whether it's a hundred percent true from either side. Okay. Because I can totally admit both sides are going to cater to, you know, what they believe they're going to be somewhat biased in favor of what they think is right and what they believe to be true. Okay. I totally admit that. But why do we have to be so divided, right? The media, celebrities, all of these leftists, Joe Biden, they preach unity and they breed division constantly. They constantly are dividing the American people. And that's the thing is that we can't even agree as the American people, hey, you know, this is, this is not acceptable. This is not what American people do, except when it's conservative, supposedly rioting then we can all agree because I have not seen a single conservative say that the rioting is okay. I've not seen a single person actually not condemn the rioting and what happened. Not one. Every single one has condemned it. And that's funny because when it comes to Black Lives Matter and you know all of the rioting that went on over the summer and stuff, burning police cars, no one was condemning it. No one on the left. They were praising it, doing the exact opposite. Like I said, I can point out hypocrisy in the left. They think they're pointing it out in the right. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. But it doesn't matter. It's not always about who's right and who's wrong because there are so many issues that we'll never agree on. We're still pushing this division. They're trying to get Trump out of, they're trying to impeach Trump again. They're saying Trump condoned it. Let's watch this quick video from Nancy. Yesterday, the president of the United States incited an armed insurrection against America. Hold on. This is the Speaker of the House, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, saying on live television that the President of the United States, Donald Trump, still the President, incited an armed insurrection. Okay, he incited that? What did he do to incite that? Can somebody give me proof? Where, where did he incite? Did he tweet? Oh, no. Twitter, Twitter suspended his account. Did he Instagram it? No. Instagram suspended his account. It's really convenient how they did this yesterday when he did post a video. I'll show you the video he posted next, but we're going to finish with Nancy real quick. The gleeful desecration of the U.S. Capitol, which is the temple of our, Amer of our American democracy, and the violence targeting Congress are horrors that will forever stain our nation's history. Horrors that will forever stain our nation's history. <laughs> it's so funny. Because that article I brought up from earlier, I didn't forever stain our nation's history that the Black Panthers invaded the Capitol in 1967. That happened 60 years ago and they already forgot about it. Unbelievable. Instigated by the President of the United States. That's why it's such a stain. In calling for this seditious act, President has committed an unspeakable assault on our nation and our people. We'll show Trump's video right after this and you can see what he said. Nancy Pelosi blatantly lying to the American people on live television and no one seems to care. Not only do they not care, people are like reposting this stuff saying, oh, it's Trump's fault. Pelosi said it's Trump's fault, so it must be, right? Everything you know, everything you hear on the internet is true, right? I joined the Senate Democratic leader in calling on the vice president to remove this president by immediately invoking the 25th Amendment. If the vice president and the cabinet do not act, the Congress may be prepared to move forward with impeachment. Basically, if Pence does not agree to help impeach Trump, she's going to have a real issue. 
What are we impeaching him for? Guys, like, inauguration is, like, January 16th or something. Seriously, it's, like, a couple weeks away. What are you doing? What, what do you think you're doing? Let's waste more tax dollars on impeachment number two. How many times can we impeach the president before he's out of office? Just stop waste. Just stop with the tax dollars, okay? You already take enough from us. You don't need to be spending it on stupid stuff. That is the overwhelming sentiment of my caucus. And the American people, by the way. Nancy knows how the American people feel. I'd like to ask the American people, if we've honestly, like, let's vote on this. Who thinks it's a good idea to impeach Donald Trump again? For nothing, again. We literally have video evidence of him saying, go home. And Nancy Pelosi wants to impeach him for inciting violence? What, what does she think she's doing? Is she completely out of her mind? Is the little voice in her head telling her to say this? Like, I don't, I don't know. Justice will be done to those who carried out these acts, which were acts of sedition and acts of cowardice. Watching Nancy Pelosi give a speech nowadays is like watching Gollum hold the ring and talk to it. And Nancy Pelosi's ring is Nancy Pelosi. It's her ego. It's how much she hates Donald Trump. That's pretty disappointing for any politician, any elected official, especially a career politician who has been here. She's 90 years old. All she can do is hate Donald Trump. Do something useful for once. Please stop wasting tax dollars. Care about the American people. At least act like you care about the American people. Responsibility. You have failed. You did not divert the Congress from our solemn constitutional purpose to validate the overwhelming election of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as president and vice president of the United States. Again, just because you've said it, Nancy, does not make it truth. I don't think this was an overwhelming election. There's not an overwhelming majority that actually voted for Joe Biden. When more people are voting in states than registered voters, there's something wrong. When more people voted for Joe Biden, supposedly, than voted for Obama, there's something wrong. I would vote for Obama over Joe Biden any day. And I think probably any conservative would. At least Obama was actually the one running the show. Despite the desecration of our capital, we upheld an, in front of the country and the world the bedrock principle that the people are sovereign and that they hold the power to choose their leaders through the ballot, rejecting this attempted coup on the part of President Trump and his supporters. Accountability is also needed for Republicans in Congress who promoted the extreme conspiracy theories that provoked the violence encouraged the mob, and who, after desecration of the Capitol, went back to the House floor and continued to push the falsehoods and underpinned this assault, that, that underpinned this assault on our democracy. These Republicans abdicated their oath of office that was taken just three days prior to protect the American people and to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. And there we are right there. A lot of these people who said, I'm sticking up for, you know, the Constitution. I don't believe this was an honest and fair election. And I'm going to say that on the floor. Didn't actually do that. And that's what we we're talking about in the beginning. And this is why. This is why, because they don't care. This is why, because their job and the security of, because the safety of their little corruptness is fine for them.
It's fine. They're comfortable there. They don't want Nancy to come after them. The House worked through the evening and into the morning to nearly 4 a.m. to validate the electoral count, again proclaiming Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as the duly elected president and vice president of the United States. Again, there's two sides to every story. These people who did stand up for Trump like they said they were going to, who are actual real men and women who care about this country, who care about the constituents that they represent, by the way, because I think so many people, so many of these politicians that have been in office for more than a couple years are just so corrupted and they let the power get to their head and they think it's about them. It's not about you. You represent people. Just because we voted for you doesn't mean you're special. We just trust you. And after this, there's a lot of you that we trust a heck of a lot less. And you guys should be very concerned about your reelection if you're up again. But some of these people, some of these Republicans, especially ones that we've just voted for that have just taken office, actually did what they said they were going to do because they do care, because they do believe they're upholding the Constitution. And Nancy Pelosi thinks that because they think there was voter fraud and they'd like to bring evidence and they'd like to present it, they're not upholding the Constitution? Nancy Pelosi thinks that that's going against it. Again, no matter which side you believe, which side you're on, don't believe the lies. Why do you have to lie about blatant truths? Why do you have to censor the president? Why do you have to stop his video from being seen. We'll, we'll go to his video right now. Landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. I don't know if Trump said go home and go home in peace and Nancy Pelosi heard go riot, go to the Capitol, storm it. I don't know what she heard. I don't know what you heard. But again, this isn't really we're not really that progressive here. You heard what he said, what words came out of his mouth. He said, go home. Literally no way to interpret that as inciting violence. You can say that he said things like you can say that he alluded to the election being stolen. He did. Did he need to say that? No, but he did. Again, just like Pelosi, that's her side. This is his side. I'm not here to argue about sides. It doesn't matter which side you're on. There's a blatant truth here and people are choosing to ignore it. And the media is choosing not to report on it. And not only not to report on it, but to publish blatant lies, speeches where there's absolutely no truth involved to accusations against the president of the United States. And again, no matter how long, no matter how much longer he's the president of the United States, the fact remains. And they want us to respect Joe Biden as the president, which most of us will. And they can't even respect his last few days in office. They can't even respect that this is not his fault. I think we should ask ourselves, why are they choosing to blame all this violence on Trump? What are they hiding? Whose fault do they really know it is? Again, 
No matter what side you're on, no matter who you voted for, pay attention these next couple weeks, pay attention these next couple years. Because if there's anything you can take away from Donald Trump's presidency, whether you liked him or not, whether you voted for him or not, it is that the media cannot be trusted. You should be concerned that these people think we are so stupid, we're not gonna see this lie for what it is. If you enjoyed this episode, you can give me a thumbs up on YouTube, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can also check out my Instagram at right.this.way. Mm-hmm.